Support for this podcast comes from San Francisco International Airport. At SFO, you can discover award-winning flavors and unique shops all before takeoff. Learn more about what's at SFO at flysfo.com. Hi there. I'm Randa Fattah from ThruLine. If you're listening to this podcast, you know that KQED produces exceptional storytelling that keeps you informed, inspired, and entertained. Their podcasts cover issues from your neighborhood to the entire country and everything in between. Support this work today. You can help us continue to bring quality podcasts to your ears. Just head to donate.kqed.org podcast. That's donate.kqed.org podcast. From KQED. Okay, so I am recording this on Tuesday night. And we still don't know what the national picture is going to look like by the time you listen to this episode. But here's what I do know. The Bay Area showed up for the election. And it wasn't just voters who turned out. Bay Area counties say they got overwhelming numbers of people wanting to volunteer at the polls. It's three minutes before I have to go in and do my poll worker shift, which is all day. I decided to get involved actually because I couldn't vote. I would rather be here than at home uh, watching the news, waiting for the result. Every single voter in California got a mail-in ballot, but that didn't stop a lot of people from voting in person. And this election season, thousands of people worked long hours to make it happen. Today, we'll introduce you to some of the people who volunteered at the polls this election. I'm Devin Kadiyama. Welcome to the Bay. Do you love learning about the San Francisco Bay Area? Its history, its people, its unique blend of cultures? Then you should check out the Bay Curious book. I'm Katrina Schwartz, editor and producer on the Bay Curious podcast, and I'm here to let you know that for the month of May, we've worked out a sweet deal for KQED podcast listeners. Right now, you can get the Bay Curious ebook for $1.99. That's right, $1.99. Just search for Bay Curious wherever you get your ebooks or find a link in our show notes. This offer does expire at the end of the month, though, so you'll want to act on it fast. Happy reading! Hey, what's up? I'm Erica Cruz Guevara, the host of The Bay. Donations keep independent journalism alive and healthy. And you support outstanding journalism when you support KQED. So if you haven't yet, check out donate.kqed.org slash podcasts. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcasts with an S. Thousands of people in the Bay Area volunteered to be poll workers this election. And so we wanted to know what motivated them to do it. We found three people who were willing to talk with us before, during, and after Election Day. This is Amy Marr. I'm from Hayward. I am (laughs) 40-ish. And I will be working at polling station number 42 at the St. Clements Church, uh, McCollum Hall. This isn't your first time working at a poll, right? Volunteering? It'll be my second time. In 2016, uh, I wanted to be a part of history because I thought we would have a different outcome. Um, This time, I feel like I still want to be part of history, 
but I absolutely have to do this because I need to keep busy, or else I think I'm going to cry. <laughs> we can't have our cell phones on us. We there's not going to be any TV.、Um, during the training, they said none of the tech that we'll be using、um, is connected to any Wi-Fi. So I'm gonna I'm gonna try and stay、um, internet pure, I guess. <laughs> um, what's your role gonna be this year? Uh, so this year I will be Judge One. Judge One. This sounds like a、yeah. extra in a movie. <laughs> what what the, what's the judge do? So I'll be part of、uh, set up and tear down、uh, all four days, and then. I have to do every poll station. So, like, for an hour, I'll be greeting, or for an hour, I'll be outside making sure everyone can、uh, drive up and drop off their ballot. What surprised you the most when you first started doing poll work? Was it different than what you thought, or is it pretty much what people might imagine? You know, I was really surprised at how many old、uh, classmates I would run into. So I've lived in Hayward my entire life. I, I mean, I've gone off for college and come back and things like that. But I met an old friend from grade school. Oh wow! And so she would come by every year to help her parents vote because she had moved to Castro Valley.、Um, so that that's really nice and heartwarming.、Uh, this year I'm excited. I saw an old high school friend. He's a standby judge. So maybe I'll be working with him. But I haven't seen him in like 20 years. Twenty plus, I'm forty. So, yeah. When you think of voting, you also think of like people going to the polls in their neighborhoods, and it, it is very much a communal event. Oh, definitely, yeah. And we need more, more of that happy, fuzzy feeling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I, I'm, I'm gonna grab it while I can. When I became a citizen, I took it very seriously, and I, I don't skip an election. And and、uh, to be there, to be able to help people, to to give them a ple- pleasant experience voting, that to me just icing on the cake. My name is Tuck Wing. I'm married with、uh, two kids, and we live in the east side of San Jose. I came to the U.S. in、uh, 1991. And I was in Riverside County for about a year, and then、uh, we decided to move to San Jose. Do you remember the first election that you voted in? Yeah, I I think I became citizen in two thousand three. So I registered as a Republican to vote for John McCain, and I think that was in two thousand eight. I feel like the world's changed so much since then. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. Have you been politically active? Before in, in in big ways, or was, was this election really your first time, you know, volunteering and and wanting to kind of participate in democracy like this? Yeah, I've been、um, engaged in discussions about、uh, Donald Trump and the presidency in the last four years, but particularly what really got me fired up about this thing is the separation of、uh, children at the border, children、mm-hmm. from their parents. So、um, yeah, I got really, really worked up、uh, about that issue. What made you want to work at the polls this year? Yeah, I was reading an article, and they were talking about how they maybe、uh, 
staff shortage because all the folks who usually volunteer um, at the pool may not um, uh, come because of the coronavirus. So I uh, added my name to the list toward the end of August, which is kind of late. Um, about a month later, I got an email asking if I was still interested. They mentioned that it was full, but they were looking for bilingual speakers. And I actually speak English and Vietnamese. So the, uh, the folks here, they actually moved things around to, so to add me to a training. And I'm glad. I'm glad I, I was able to join because yeah, on Saturday, half of the time I was just translating, helping people with the application, with the ballot, and just translating work. I'm kind of nervous about tomorrow. It's to such a long day. And uh, people that said that uh, expected to be really... Uh, crowded. But at the same time, I kind of look forward to it. Hi, I'm Rana Chakraborty. Um, I'm a junior at Doherty Valley High School. I live in San Ramon, which is a part of the Contra Costa County. And I'm going to be working at the election tomorrow. It's going to be lots of fun. All right, so you are 16. Um, so because you're 16, you can't vote this election. Why did you decide to get involved? Uh, I got I decided to get involved actually because I couldn't vote, I think, because like I wanted to be able to help in any way I could. And uh, basically the closest thing I can get to being able to help out our uh, democracy. And have you always been interested in politics? Uh, yeah, I'd like to say so. I'd say um, I'd say starting around like sixth, seventh grade. That's when I first got started, like, you know, getting involved in debate. Uh, that was initially what, you know, piqued my interest in politics. You know, my dad, he was born in India, and he's always harbored, a, you know, a unique interest for politics. In a lot of households, politics can be kind of taboo, but that was never really the case in our household. You know, we talked about it pretty openly. He sat me down, like, I think when I was four years old, in 2008, when we, when, like, the housing crisis got started, and he gave me a really basic explanation of it, like, really, really basic, but... I think that just shows like he really wanted to get me involved. I like that your dad has introduced you to politics at such such a young age. Um, and I also think that like politics has changed a lot in the different generations. Do you and your dad ever talk about how politics have changed over that time? Yeah, I, I think that both of us definitely agree that, you know, political polarization is a thing that's happening. I guess where the major disagreement between us lies is, you know, um, just to what effect is happening in, right? Uh, I tend to believe that, like, it's a lot, a lot larger of a problem than my dad thinks it is. George Washington said, you know, like, uh, partisan politics will be the downfall of our nation once it gets to the point of, like, you know, true political polarization. And, you know, I, I tend to um, agree with that belief. So I think it's a shame as well. Is it hard to see this polarization and not be able to vote, knowing that the results of this election and, and you know, past elections have also affected your life? Yeah, and sometimes I just wish I could do more. But, you know, I'm trying to do as much as I can now. And hopefully by the time the next election comes around, I'll be able to have a say in it. Mm. 
Live from KQED News, I'm Brian Watt. California's top elections official says voters in the state should expect lines at some polls on this election day. While a record number of voters mailed in or dropped off their ballots already, about half of California's registered voters are still left. Secretary of State Alex Padilla. This is Amy Marr. It is 5.57 in the morning. This is Tat Nguyen. It's about 15 minutes before 7 in the morning of election day. It's three minutes before I have to go in and do my poll worker shift, which is all day. It's cold. Um, The sun is about to come up. I'm at the Mexican Heritage Plaza in East San Jose. I am doing my last little bit of check, like, of things that I need for the entire day. Before we went to bed yesterday, our family said a prayer for America. We pray for peace um, today and in the next few days. I forgot my mask. I have extra masks in the car. And then I brought my book. I'm feeling nervous. There are about 10 people waiting in line to cast their vote. Everyone's going to come and vote. And I will welcome them with open arms. Well, I mean, not open arms. Socially distant, with smiling eyes. And it'll be good. If there's a surge in in in-person voting, uh, voters may end up waiting a while in line. And I don't like that at all. Uh, Voting should be fast and easy. And with that, uh, I'll put on my name tag and get to work. This is Forum. I'm Mina Kim. Well, this is it. Your last chance to weigh in on who should lead our nation the next four years, to vote on state and local ballot measures, and for the candidates you care about. We'll take your final voting-related questions and offer tips on how to get in Things are going great. We've had a steady kind of trickle of voters coming in. It's about 2.30 in the afternoon of Election Day. Um, it's been busy. Uh, there's always been a line throughout the day. The whole um, kind of telephone uh, call system that we have set up this year is working pretty good. So um, how that works is you go ahead and um, give them your cell phone number. And when we're ready to take you, um, you'll get a text message on your phone and you can just kind of chill in your car until uh, we can take you inside. So it's nice and safe. Right now, I would say there are about 30 people waiting in line to uh, cast their vote. It is my lunch break. Um, It's getting warmer. Uh, Our line is getting longer. And we're getting a steady trickle of people. So it's great. It's getting hotter outside and inside. So I'm uh, sweating, running back and forth. I'm uh, translating, uh, helping people filling out forms, uh, sanitizing the place. People are starting to feel the slump. But we'll get our dinner break soon and get a snack. I am so looking forward to sleeping for like 16 hours tomorrow. I'm feeling thankful for the opportunity. I would rather be here than at home, uh, watching the news, waiting for the result. Still have 
a lot of the day to get through, so uh, I'll talk to you later. Both Amy and Tuck worked long hours on election day, but Ronock never actually got a volunteer as a poll worker. He did the training, he read a bunch of stuff to prepare, the county election office emailed him saying he'd get his assignment on Monday. But in the end, they never got back. Oh, hi, Ronock. Thanks for, thanks for joining us again. Appreciate it. Where are you at right now? I am, in fact, in my house. Uh, this is my room. When we talked to you yesterday, I know that you were still waiting for your assignment from, from Contra Costa County. What happened? This morning, I was super stoked. I was, like, you know, getting really excited, like, oh, my gosh, where am I going to be working, right? I waited until 8. My dad said that uh, if the email's not here by 8, I'm gonna, we're going to go ahead and call the attendance office, let them know that I will be showing up to school. I begged them a little bit to let me skip school, you know, in the hopes that eventually they would call, but that was a no. So, yeah, I guess if I were to summarize it in one word, I'd say for this entirety, I've just been kind of waiting. I'm so sorry you you kind of had to go through that. That's I know how much you were looking forward to it. Um, how how frustrating was this for you? I mean, it is definitely frustrating, like on a micro level. Like you know, I was really looking forward to like the kinds of conversations I'd have, the kinds of stories I'd be able to tell afterwards, and you know, just being able to help out. But you know, ultimately, if they didn't contact me, I guess one way or another, they didn't need me. Does it make you feel more determined to volunteer at the polls next time? Absolutely. Yeah, like, I wasn't able to do it this time, so I absolutely wanted want to do it next time. And, you know, I've already got all the training out of the way, or at least now it's not new to me, so hopefully it'll be even easier next time. One of the, you know, positive sides of not showing up to the actual poll working is that I'll be able to keep up with the actual, you know, the actual polling. Like I said last time, this is going to be one of the most influential elections in a long time, so I guess it'll be a little bit scary to, like, watch it, but, you know, I want to keep up with it. I guess I'm just a little bit curious like that. Yeah. What's your plan tonight? Are you going to be watching the TV with your family or are you kind of doing it on your own? Um, I wish I could be watching it downstairs with my families, but, you know, I've got a lot of homework to catch up on. So I'll probably be watching it upstairs here. Okay, so Took... It's, it's after 9 p.m., you're finally home. How do you feel? I'm so exhausted. Yeah, I bet. I was standing pretty much all day, running in and out. Well, I know you were nervous about how long the day was going to be. Did it go by? It sounds like it went by pretty quick then. That's correct. The good thing is that it was so busy. Time f- uh, flew by so quickly. But uh, some people waited almost two hours toward the end of the day. Uh, there was like 300 people waiting outside. So I felt pretty bad about it. We could have done more, but because of the coronavirus um, protocols and stuff, we couldn't let too many people inside at a time. Why was the line so long? I was talking to a folk who used to work in previous years, and they said it's because at the end of the day, people got out of work. And, and and they showed up to vote. But everyone was saying that this year was just much more crowded than, than previous years. How were, do, you, do you have a sense of how people who were waiting that long felt going into the polls? Nobody complained. 
every everyone was happy, excited uh, to be able to vote. Toward the end of the day, they kind of put together a show. There was music, there was food and drink, and uh, people celebrating after voting. So it was very um, festive. What was the most memorable thing for you from Election Day? I noticed a lot of people voted for the first time. Uh, they just walk in. Uh, we had to register them, and they got to vote. I was impressed with how many older people just showed up, uh, wanting to vote. People voting for the first time, and they were in seventies and their eighties, and voting for the first time. Yeah, I would say it's an honor to be able to help them vote like uh, for the first time. Like that. It sounds like you had a good experience. Would you do it again? Definitely, yes. Um, as long as uh, they uh, give me an opportunity to do it, I'll take it. And, and I'll do it every election from now on. Well, Tuck, thank you so much for, for doing this with us. really appreciate it. It's been a pleasure. How are you feeling? I haven't done these hours since college. So, you know what? At the end, the very, very, very end, we got a lot more nerds. Like, I talked Disney <laughs> to a bunch of people. Um, someone talked my ear off for as much as he could while we had a line about Watchmen. So he was, yeah, yeah, he yeah, just discovered it. So the nerds vote later in the day. That's what I'm, that's what I'm concluding here. I think so. I think so. <laughs> well, what about the mood? Uh, what was the mood like at the church throughout the day? Weirdly, it was very similar. 90% of the people that were there were great. We even had some kids, even though they told you not to bring your kids. And we had a couple people that were, uh, how do I say this? diplomatically pointed 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 mm -hmm. and they were mm -hmm. like you're not gonna check my id how do you know it's me oh a little bit nervous about the process yeah interesting um, what was the most memorable thing from from the day there were maybe three total people that came in without masks one person that came in without a mask so i accidentally got too close with my shield and my glasses and my um, mask when I was talking to him about how to track his ballot and if it went in, he actually covered his mouth and kind of stepped away. And I was like, hmm. you know, there's a pandemic and you're not wearing a freaking mask. Like, are you kidding me? Like, you're afraid of me. I mean, uh -huh. there could be other stigma because I'm Asian, but like you know in your heart of hearts this is not this is a thing it's not made up maybe i scared him into wearing a mask i don't know what what do you think you'll remember most about election day 2020 i think it's the community like the group of people i i still think of the people that i worked with in 2016 and how quirky they were they're always quirky 
I mean, maybe I'm quirky. But, but what do you think that is? Why, why do you think that is? It takes a certain someone to want to work 16 hours a day um, with total strangers during a pandemic. Yeah. I think they're the same people that return shopping carts. <laughs> right? Like, or, I don't know. I, that might not be a thing. You mean return them all the way to the front? Or in in their in the spot where they're supposed to be in the spot where they're supposed to be there and go, yeah. not in the little curb where the sickly tree is <laughs> in a parking spot. Yes, yeah. okay. yes, in the okay. parking spot that I want to be in. <laughs> well, Amy, thank you so much. I really appreciate you helping us out. No, thanks for doing this. All over California and across the country, there are still a ton of ballots that haven't been counted. If you want some of the results that have come in, check out kqed.org elections. Thanks to Amy Marr, Tuck Wynn, and Ronak Chakrabarty for talking to us before and on election day. And also thank you so much to everybody who volunteered at the polls. KQD also reached out to Contra Costa County to ask about what happened to Ronock and whether other people experienced the same thing. But so far, we haven't heard back yet. This episode was produced by Erica Cruz Guevara, Kiana Mogadam, and our editor, Alan Montecilio. I'm Devin Kadiyama. That's it from us. Take care of yourselves. We'll talk to you Friday. What are you going to do next? You you going to sleep or you can't sleep? I am going to carb out on these carne asada fries with extra cheese Whiz and some chamomile tea. Hi, I'm Sasha Coca, host of the California Report magazine. Every week we bring you stories about what connects us in the giant, diverse Golden State. Because what happens in California changes the world. I love this place. We were once seen as like the place to be California. The land of milk and honey, that's where you go to Sunshine State, but we just have challenges right now. KQED's California Report magazine. New episodes drop every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts. Hey there, this is Brittany Luce from NPR's It's Been a Minute. KQED's podcasts like The Bay, Bay Curious, Mind Shift, Right Nowish, and more all tell the stories of the Bay and beyond with reliable human-centered journalism. They aim to inspire, make you think, entertain, and expand your understanding of the place you call home. Here's how you can support podcasting at KQED. Showing your support is easy, and you can join Brittany in supporting KQED Podcast too at donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast.